this episode is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Like anybody can do it. It has everything you need in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When you host on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started with your own podcast. I'm excited to listen to yours. Now here is mine. I admire others and their stories. I admire conscious connections. Getting to know people and learning from them in small and big ways. <laughs> Here's to connecting with others and sharing their stories and experiences from their mouths to your ears. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Let's Chat with JBax. I have my beautiful friend, Maylin, with us. Hey, Maylin, how's it going? Hey, all good over here. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to have you. And today, we're going to talk about Maylin. I'm going to talk about you. <laughs> Jack of all trades, fitness, and Aquarius. <laughs> I loved that ad. About empowerment, marketing, starting a movement, moving from a corporate job to a side hustle to a full-time business. And where I came to know you, Dallas Fitness Ambassadors, and you continue to push the limits. And I watch you on Instagram. I, I see everything you post. My best friend and you hang out a lot. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so great for her. So great for you guys to collaborate and be together. And it makes my heart just scream pure happiness. And it truly shows that you bring people together to share experiences with others and to grow yourself. Thank you. Oh my gosh. It's been amazing. It's has not been without its challenges, but definitely very rewarding. And of course, like the most fulfilling thing that I've ever done. Um, and it is surrounded just with people. So very happy. I can't wait to dive into it. Yes. Well, in, in, you know, for transparencies to our listeners, I send out conversation steer documents is what I call it a conversation steer. And you wrote such beautiful words about yourself and your passions and what you want for yourself and for others. So it really brings me to my intro question of what's your story? What makes the now Maylin Maylin? Oh my gosh. Oh, that's such a hard question. <laughs> um, wow. Great one to start off with. What makes me me? Um, it's just a compilation of just like so many different experiences all into one, but they all have like one common thread. And it has always been like this sense of, I don't fit in. I'm, I've always been like that awkward girl, but not like shy, quiet, awkward, more like don't have a filter, foot in my mouth, says all the wrong things, kind of awkward, where people are like, why did she say that? <laughs> um, so definitely grew up very like just socially awkward as a kid, you know, went through that whole experience and eventually was just like, I'm really tired of feeling like left out or feeling like I don't fit in. What if 
I just created my own path. What if I created my own job? What if I created my own community? What if I found people that were just like me to where I can feel comfortable in my own skin? Because there was no way that I really wanted to adapt to fit in into a mold that I knew wasn't authentic to me. You know, I think we've been there. We've tried that. We know it just doesn't last. It's just very performative and um, it gets exhausting. That's not something that will drive us to continue doing that for forever because we just kind of give up on it. Um, and that has driven me to make decisions about work, corporate, jobs, school, all the way to like what I do now for my business, um, which is a community surrounded around fitness and wellness um, events and where I am today. Yeah. And what really got you into the fitness and events and all of that to bring together that community? Yeah. So, um, you know, going through college, I played mostly intramural sports. Like I loved being active. Um, once I graduated, I had no team. I had no like social groups to do those things with. I was just working. Um, and I just didn't like have anything to do after work. I realized like, wow, I really am not as like healthy as I used to be. Started going to the gym, got a trainer, got burnt out from that. Um, and then ultimately started a blog. I, and this was like kind of in between um, different jobs and trying to like find content, things to write about. I, I am a huge foodie. So I mostly talked about food, right? Fried chicken is my absolute favorite. <laughs> yes. uh, <laughs> and, you know, like balance that out with lots of like working out and playing sports and doing runs and those things um, and started a fitness journey started it that way. And I think a lot of people can relate and just when you get into like fitness and wellness and maybe for the aesthetic reasons or whatever, but eventually you get to a point where you're like, it feels really isolating. You want to find people that do the same things. Cause I think in Dallas at the time, the only things to do were to go out and drink and eat and shop. Yeah. <laughs> There's something else that we could do. That's a little bit different. That could be like good for you. Um, and started this blog, started sharing, wanted to find people that did what I did. Um, and I love hosting. I love like planning get togethers. And it went from, does anybody want to go to a class with me? Does any, does a, do a group of us want to get together? Um, and really with no, like, um, intention of it going to where it is now has evolved into a full on like business that is now national. So, yeah. Well, how did you originally find these people, friends, a community to kind of go to these classes together to start this social media? This was when Instagram, um, was a place where people just found each other super easily. Uh, I just created an account. I started posting, and I noticed like some other groups or, or friends of different businesses, like be like, oh, we're hosting this pop-up or we're hosting this meetup. I'm like, oh, that's neat, you know, but they weren't in like the fitness world. It could be, mm -hmm. it could have been like a beauty event or a foodie event. And I'm like, does anybody want to go to a class with me? Does anyone want to go on a run with me? Um, just created like really casual get like meetups. And it just started to evolve from there to where the experience also evolve from like a casual meetup to a full-blown like experiential kind of event. Um, and so between my very first event, which was a free yoga class in like uh, an apparel store and a boot camp in a parking lot to a festival um, held at a renowned like hotel here in wow. Dallas. So lots of learning in between like step one and step 100, but <laughs> so valuable, so fun. And I get to share that with people all the time. And it's so, so cool. Yeah. 
So, you know, we're talking about food. We're talking about fitness. Is there anything else in the mix of the two? Hmm. I call it my gremlin mode. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, like I have to be on and I think I'm, I used to be more of an extrovert, but I think as I've gotten older, I, I have acquired more of those introverted tendencies. So Mm -hmm. I'm more of that ambivert. I would say I'm like 60, 40. So doing events, you know, being on calls like this, um, being on social media, I'm on, like, I have to have like the right energy and the right mind, but the Mm -hmm. second it's off, I'm like, (sighs) it's like taking off a bra. That's what it feels like. (laughs) And so I will put on like the most ugly, like layers of clothes. I'll wrap myself in a blanket. Like no one talk to me. I'm in the dark. Like (laughs) I recover um, and I am unapologetically a gremlin. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's like, you need those times to rewind, refresh. I feel like in the past, I've fell to this where it's like, go, 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 keep on going because you have to see people. You have to be seen, you can do things, but then it's, you start to find yourself being like, wow, why do I feel weird? Why do I feel off? Because you haven't done your gremlin mode in a while. (laughs) You haven't poured back into yourself. Um, cause we are still in like the realm of FOMO Mm -hmm. and you know, I think productivity culture where you're not constantly hustling, you're not doing enough. Mm -hmm. We're finally like letting that go and going into like, well, you know, rest is not earned, like rest is required. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's been kind of, that's been part of my journey now and part of my learning. But if I want to keep leveling up and keep evolving and keep doing what I do and still love it, I have to rest. And that is my gremlin mode. Yeah. And when you're in your gremlin mode, you're in your, your nice PJs, or you are just in those robes that make you feel so good. Do you find yourself on Instagram? Do you find yourself watching TV? What do you do in those downtimes? Phone is on do not disturb volumes on zero and it's on silent. Like I can be like, yeah, reach me if you need anything. No, don't call me. <laughs> don't call or text, please. <laughs> I will not respond. Uh, no, but I will use that time to like watch the shows that I want to watch. Um, I will cook. I like to tidy up. I like to do like the personal things, like the everyday things that get pushed aside because it feels good. Because if you're tidying up like in your environment, it's also kind of like helping too, right? Like desk is messy, your closet's a mess, if your bathroom's a mess, it just adds on to the stress. So I try to find things that I know if I do want to still be productive, I can do that'll make me feel better. Or I'm literally just sleeping for as long as I can. Yeah. And how, I guess, how much time in a week do you give yourself gremlin mode hours? Uh, As much as I can. Um, I try to have firm boundaries, like in the evening to make sure like I have a couple hours to just do something that I want to do, whether it's watch like a trash reality TV show, (laughs) go to bed early. um, And it's become more and more important to me to make sure I am getting my eight hours of sleep Mm. before I was like, whatever, I'll sleep until I, I'll sleep when I die. No, I'm sleeping now. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, it's stuff like that. Or it's um, a friend time, right? Mm. It's like seeing someone that has and not talking about work, not talking about drama, none of it. It's just like, can we just have a conversation about each other, how we are, how is our heart, how is our mind? What can we do to, you know, make sure like we're taking care of each other? Yeah. And when you have those conversations, I I love that you said that just because that's something that I truly value in friendship. It's you 
you don't talk about work because work can bring a lot of negativity or stressors into the world. And you can talk about your anxieties and things like that with your friends and kind of break the script and get to know each other more. Do you think that you throughout this entire process of building this community, of stepping out of your comfort zone and truly just stepping into your own. Do you feel that when you find people or you talk to friends that you've noticed evolution in those conversations, evolution in your friendships with these people? Absolutely. And I think it's also very true that there are friends that'll be there for a lifetime, right? Mm -hmm. Like you have kind of like those lifer groups where maybe it's like a college group, high school group, I don't know, whatever circles that you may be in that you're just going to be, you know them forever. Um, and then you have people that do come in and out of your life that will teach you so many different lessons along the way. And as much as they're growing, you're also growing and evolving your interests are shifting and they're different. Like I used to have a huge party group of friends that I saw mm -hmm. all the time, but our only really connection was what bar are we going to? Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? How are we like getting like, you know, turn up on the weekend? And then now I have like a different group of friends that serve different needs. Like not, mm -hmm. I don't have one best friend that just does everything. Yeah. I have like my entrepreneur business owner group where that, you know, can give me like that emotional support that I need sometimes. Mm -hmm. And then I have like other friends I love to grab brunch with others that I fully, truly trust for emotional support mm -hmm. if anything else is going on in my life. Um, and so my, I'm learning more emotional, like intelligence and just understanding, like, I can't get it all from one person, but everyone can contribute to a like a friendship system that's going to work mm -hmm. for me. And I can be that for so many people as well. Yeah. And I think that's such a big realization to, to actually notice that more people can serve different parts in your life. I know there's a lot of times if you have that one best friend, you tell them the same thing or just them. Sometimes it's nice to kind of get other points of views, but you're telling the same story, but they're listening and they're kind of like, yes, you're right. Or the other was like, you know what? I want to challenge you on that thought. And you get both of them because you're, you're validated in both ways, but then you're able to work with them to, you said your entrepreneur group of friends, you know, you are a businesswoman. You are constantly growing your business, growing yourself, putting yourself out there that they're just giving you advice or listening to you be like, I understand where you're coming from. Exactly. I think as humans, we want to just feel seen and heard heard and for our feelings to be validated and our experiences are going to be so different from everyone because not everyone that we know and talk to can relate yeah. um and so you have to pick and choose and also I have a therapist yes. <laughs> like she is the best like I have saved so much emotional dumping just for her because I pay <laughs> her to take on that burden yes and keeping most of my conversations light and happy yes <laughs> I love that so much. And this is a PSA to everyone that let's normalize therapy. It is so nice to have that person there to take it all because you're paying them, but also because they can just give you so many amazing tips and tricks. And I've seen so many of my friends in therapy, myself in therapy, what it can really teach you how to be a better listener, how to be a better responder to your own emotions. Exactly. They give you like the, the right resources um, and they're able to call out things that you don't even realize. Like maybe mm -hmm. like words that you use over and over. They're like, mm, why are you saying that a lot? I'm like, okay, yeah. Why am I saying that? Right. Mm -hmm. Like bringing that own awareness into yourself. And I'm a firm believer that words are very, very powerful. Um, and so being able to identify how you feel 
is huge in healing. It's the first step in problem solving, conflict resolution within yourself and with anyone else. So they're the right people to help you with that. And yes, as much as I love like a good chat and a good cry with a friend, sometimes I don't need their advice. I just need them to like hug me. Yeah, exactly. Just hold that space with you. Yeah. And you mentioned that, you know, working with your therapist, like working with friends and everything, you know, you're, you're evolving constantly that that's true. And with fitness ambassadors, you know, you evolved from somewhere and then you started something from scratch. You are constantly healing yourself and you're learning, unlearning things. Do you think that your emotions ever come into play when it comes to your business? Do you ever kind of have that constant battle back and forth or do you have a manage over it? Oh, absolutely. Business. I know people used to say it's not personal, it's business, but when it is your business, it's personal. It is a very vulnerable thing to create something to put out there into the world for them to react to. Um, And so that goes with every single event that I plan from beginning to end, like that's my work, that's my name, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, but also understanding that there's a lot of grace that I have to give to myself acknowledging the perfectionism, acknowledging like that sense of control over things that you can't control. Mm. I used to freak out over weather. Your girl can't control the weather. So why (laughs) am I over here freaking out about weather? (laughs) I had to learn that it's okay. You know what? Let's roll with it. Um, And so it's pushed me a lot emotionally to just get a handle on kind of like my own, like maybe inner trauma, like inner Mm. wound around like, you know, perfectionism and things like that. But yeah, no, totally personal. Um, And at the same time, being able to take a step back and if people are reacting negatively, because just as, and I'm not comparing myself to like celebrities or anything like that, Mm -hmm. but everybody has haters. You know, everyone's going to have like their own story, um, their own experience, like Yelpers, whatever it is. And being like, you know what? I'm just going to take that with a grain of salt because they must be having a bad day. Yeah. And everyone's entitled to their own opinions. And it's, we have to accept not everyone's going to like us or like the things that we put out there. And that's okay. Exactly. Exactly. I am going to attract what is meant for me and I'm going to repel hopefully what is not. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's basically like manifestation. You're, you're working towards something. And do you find that you in your morning routine, do you find that you kind of start your day with these affirmations, with these manifestations in your brain to be like, I'm going to take things with a grain of salt. I'm going to work on perfectionism, like things like that, that you know, that you need to work on for your business, for yourself? Yes. So my morning routine is like, I start a late day. Like, I don't know how people do like 5.00 AM, get a workout, you know, write a book, (laughs) (laughs) you know, meal prep for the whole week by like 8.00 AM. Like, I don't know how they do that. (laughs) I'm like rolling out of bed at like 8, 8.30. And you know, my, I do my coffee, I do my skincare, I'll have my journal. And a lot of it is just validating myself and writing that I am enough. What I am doing is enough. I I still struggle with, if I'm not constantly working and not constantly doing, it is not enough and I should be doing more. And really I should just be embracing that I got enough done and I can take this time to just slow down. Uh, So a lot of it is just purging any of like my anxiety around maybe upcoming partnerships, events, you know, experiences, people, um, and just reminding myself that I am doing just fine. Uh, the journey of being a solo entrepreneur is just very up and down. It's all roller coaster of emotions and recognizing like those up and downs are coming, but 
I am in charge of like my energy and my effort. Um, and I am in control of my feelings. So yeah, every day it's, it's, it's steps. Sometimes it's one step forward and two steps back, but it's fine. <laughs> and I love to say like, at least you stepped forward in that time. Like you learned something and then you may have to have, you thought you totally mastered it, but then you're like, Oh, actually there's so, so much more work that needs to be done. And actually bringing light to that is pretty powerful. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I share that too. I want it to be very transparent because like, I remember like very early on, like I did like a, um, one of those like Instagram polls where mm-hmm. it was like, what is an assumption that you have about me? Mm. And the majority of it was you have your shit together. And I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm a fraud. <laughs> I feel so unseen. <laughs> and so I just started sharing like my bad days, my mm. low moments, um, how I do also deal with imposter syndrome and anxiety mm. that I do need support from a therapist, from friends, because you know, when you hold on to something like that, you never know if somebody else else can relate to it and mm-hmm. can also think, okay, well, if she's doing these things and also feeling this, she it's relatable versus mm-hmm. oh, she's perfect. No, far, yeah. far from it. And if anybody is saying that they're lying, <laughs> we're talking to anyone out there who says it. <laughs> And there's so much amazing beauty and being imperfect, like the imperfect people are the best type of people. And that's a lot of us. I mean, almost all of us, I will say it's all of us. It is. (laughs) Well, you know, it comes to, you know, we're, we're not perfect. So we make mistakes. We get, we fail, we get rejected in your experience. You started fitness ambassadors in 2015. Mm -hmm. So in that time, it's been. So it's been so many years. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. I can't math. Is that like six? <laughs> I was literally trying to math in my head. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's six. Good job. <laughs> six, almost seven years for fitness ambassadors. What was your, what's been your biggest failure? My biggest failure. Oh my gosh. I don't even know if I had like a super big failure. I think I had a lot of little failures yeah. um, and they felt probably more impactful because it was always like a chip in um, like a kink in the armor, Mm -hmm. if you will. Right. So starting off, it was very, like, it was very imperfect. It was just like an idea and it was like creating as you go. And so as like, I made mistakes, I was remedying those mistakes and going and going. Um, So there was never like a moment where I could just like hit reset because you've already set the impression to the world of who you are and what you want to do. And all I could do was stick to my moral compass, make sure that anything that I did was that felt good to me mm-hmm. and do the best that I can to make sure I treat people well, um, that I did right by people that I did right by, you know, to myself. And I never got into anything that made me not like what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, cause we do have a lot of members and things like that within the community. I will always feel like, did I do a good enough job to make this person feel good? Mm-hmm. Did they have a good experience? And sometimes like they don't, all I can do. And this just comes from like being in marketing for like a restaurant company is mm-hmm. the customer service experience, right? Like how do yeah. I remedy this? Did I do everything in my power to make it right? Mm-hmm. That is all that I can do. Um, so mistakes, I can just say like, I think the most terrifying one was just like when sound went out at an event Mm. and it felt like 
it was quiet for like 30 minutes when it was like five. <laughs> and so now all I do is like pack like extra extension cords and speakers and things yeah. like that. And I'm like, my anxiety protects me because I have trust issues. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're always prepared. It's like you now have this toolkit from these little mistakes yes. that you now, those mistakes don't happen anymore. Or those, and that wasn't even a mistake, you know, the power going out. Those are just things that it really tests your problem, like your, your solution-based mind of, okay, now what? What are you going to do to, can you keep your calm? It's, it's the universe testing you. Yeah, absolutely. And to go a little bit further, I wouldn't call like this like a mistake, but something that I wish I would have done sooner delegating, like hiring, like an assistant or a VA to help, um, being able to just, you know, take things off my plate, give it to someone else so that I can focus on the parts of my business that I absolutely love. Mm -hmm. And not that I have any regrets because, you know, I will, it'll take as long as it needs to take for me to get to where I need to go. But if I could do it all over again, knowing what I know, I would do it completely differently. Like I would have, charged for services at a completely different rate, knowing that I worked really, really hard for mm-hmm. those things. Um, I would have reached out to different types of brands and partners and done those things differently too. But again, I don't really see all this as mistakes. I just see them yeah. as like, dang. Yeah. And you, you've learned a lot and you've mentioned brands. You've been with Michelob Ultra, Adidas, Sprouts, Nike, Under Armour, all of these how do you get those brands to, to want to invest their brand in you? Relationships. At the end of the day, there are people on the other side of those brands that have connected with you on some level on your platform. They they're stalking you at some point, right? Like they're looking at your stuff to see if you are a fit. Do they resonate with your content? Do they like you? Mm-hmm. Um, and when they do reach out, are you the type that's like, well, what's in it for me or how can I serve you so that it is a win-win for both of us? Um, and you know, with my platform, it was, my blog was deep fried bit before I changed it to my handle, but I was doing a lot of like, you know, uh, outfit posts, food posts, fitness posts, like everything and just putting things out there that I just like really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. And when you're putting that stuff out there, it's pretty much your, like your portfolio. They're going to be like, oh, well, she worked with this brand, it's very, very similar to ours. Maybe she would be interested in working with us. They just need more information about like what you do. Mm-hmm. Then they reach out and you're like, Hey, let's be besties. Um, and then you do a really good job and you keep it going and you reach out because at the end of the day, there's a million and one of me out there, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, and you want to be memorable. Yeah. How do you make yourself memorable? You personally? I do a really good job. I follow up. <laughs> I am really nice. I'm very charismatic and very, very gracious because I know these opportunities are not plentiful. Um, they're not just like handing out like ambassadorships to like everyone. Mm-hmm. So every opportunity is one that I value so much. And I let them know that I do. And if there's ever an opportunity to ever work with me again, like, please keep me in mind. But just as, you know, in corporate, in the corporate world, if you did like an interview with someone, what do you do after you thank them, you reach out. If it doesn't work out, you say, please keep me in mind. You reach out again in six months. Hey, did anything change? It's the same. It's Hmm. absolutely the same. Heck, if you really want to shoot your shot, slide into those DMs. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I do remember me. (laughs) Yeah. Because someone's reading them. They really are. They may not respond because they are getting a lot. But I mean, 
I run two accounts like fitness ambassadors has 20,000 followers, but it doesn't mean that our inbox is so inundated that we don't see some of it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you, you've done all of this by yourself. You, you kind of started. And as I mentioned, in the beginning of the episode, you started with corporate and then you started the side hustle and then you went straight into it. Did you, do you think that the work that you did in corporate world kind of gave you the tools to where you were able to start? Oh, absolutely. So um, I had my full-time job. I was doing my blog and I had started fitness ambassadors and I was doing all of that at the same time. Um, So, you know, went to college, did journalism, burnt out the second that I graduated and was like, oh, I cannot sit in a car and be a reporter. Like this is too hot. It's in Texas. I'm no good at this. (laughs) Um, but all those skills that I learned from like talking to people, going up to complete strangers, asking for a quote, got me like more familiar and more comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Went into corporate, which, you know, marketing is is very similar in a way. It's still storytelling, but just different. Mm -hmm. Learned a whole lot because I did everything. I took all those skills. I did photo, social, blog, video, website, all of that for them. And again, it was like a restaurant hospitality brand Mm -hmm. and uh thought you know what I never want to like go and do things on my own that's so scary and risky I like the comfort of being in a corporate position blah 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 was pushed to a point where I was like you know what something's gonna have to give one day and I don't want to sit here and have to think what if I had quit and taken fitness ambassadors Mm full-time um I can't remember how old I was 25, 24, I don't know, whatever. Uh, But I was like, I'm young. I don't have kids. I'm not married. I don't have a mortgage. The time to do this is now because there literally is no risk. Um, Mm -hmm. I saved, you know, as much money as I could to give myself um, six months, like a buffer of six months. Yeah. Uh, three months, like try this full time. If I, you know, can do it and it sticks awesome. And if it flops, I have three months salary to keep me going to find another job. Mm-hmm. and still here to this day. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So took all that, did fitness ambassadors. I really value like the hospitality part of it. Cause I think in between, I was also a waitress, mm-hmm. most humbling experience of my life, like learned mm-hmm. a lot about people. Um, and then took that into experiential events and just making people feel seen. Yeah. And how do you make people feel seen in these events? You say, Hi. <laughs> that easy and chills from that that one word I got chills oh my god (laughs) it is it's the first impression so I you know as a fitness blogger at the time was attending like events pop-ups free workouts right it was trying to get as much um you know trying to be on the community as much as I could I can't tell you how many events that I've gone to where the instructor did not acknowledge me didn't say hi. Like there wasn't a formal check-in. You just like showed up and like put your mat somewhere and then poof class starts and Mm. then goodbye. Like it's so awkward and weird. Like why did I go out of my way to find parking in downtown, which is hell to go to your class and for you to not even say anything to me. Yeah, That sucks. And I can't even imagine like some in-studio or gym experiences where that happens too, right? Mm. You are the first time, you know, first time going in, you sit in the back and no one says a thing to you. Mm-hmm. Nothing, you don't feel more invisible than going somewhere like that and having someone not say anything to you. Yeah. So with all of my events, like we brief all of our volunteers and ambassadors, guys, 
The people that are coming to this event today have taken time out of their schedule to drive in traffic, to find parking, to go somewhere they've never been to come to this. They may have had a bad day. It may have been really frustrating driving here. Can we turn it around? Say hi, welcome them. I don't care how peppy you have to be like on 120%. I don't care if it's too much. You say hi to these people, you welcome them. You ask them a question, how is their day? Let them know that they're seen and that they are here. Mm-hmm. And then we say goodbye to them. That is it. It is that simple. Um, and it is, it doesn't happen very often. And that's, yeah. that blows my mind. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's a true testament to why you have built the community you've built and why you have so many members and people who aren't even members who are just showing up because they're hearing such great things. And it's not just what they're hearing. They're, they're feeling, they can talk to anyone, but if they can feel from that person, like, oh my gosh, it was such a great event. Someone said hi to me. They checked in with me. They asked how I was. Mm -hmm. No one's asked me how I was the past few days. And it was just really nice to just speak with someone. And it, it really humanizes the experience. Exactly. Like they aren't just ticket holders, you know, they're not just a number. Um, if I was doing this, like for the money, I wouldn't be doing this. I would be somewhere corporate, you know, six figure plus doing something crazy. Um, and you know, for so many years, it was just whatever I made goes back into the business into Mm -hmm. like serving these people. But you know what, these people have also poured back into me and I've been able to grow this. I've been able to grow a team and I've been able to achieve so many more things than I could ever possibly dream of. And it has been absolutely amazing. I love that all good things are coming your way because you're putting so much goodness out to the world. And that just makes my heart scream every time. And I can see, I can feel the passion that you have for your business, but more importantly for people, for really taking what you felt when you were younger, not being seen, and then truly bringing that to the table. I think there could be sometimes where people like work on themselves, but they work on themselves in silence and they just stay there. But you truly came out and you were like, I need, people need me. And I think they do. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) I I know some. (laughs) I know some. (laughs) So you... You have our fitness ambassadors. And when I um, started in January, we did the orientation and I did a meditation and I thought that was so cool where it wasn't just about fitness. It was meditation. And then we had a really amazing like public speaker come on. It was so inspirational. I still get his messages all the time. And I'm like, I'm going to watch these. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, how did you develop or why did, why did you think it was so important to develop that diversity of it all, bringing in mindfulness, bringing in that empowerment of, of just conversation with someone else? Because fitness is more than just working out. Mm-hmm. And the people that join fitness ambassadors are on that part of their journey, right? Can I, I mentioned at the beginning that when I started working out, it was for purely aesthetic reasons and like mm-hmm. health reasons, heart health and things like that. Yeah. Now it's like, okay, well, my mind is like trash, like my emotional mm-hmm. health, my spiritual, like my financial, all of it is not well. Mm-hmm. How can I continue to show up if I am not well in all those areas? Uh, and over the years, it's been like, okay, yeah, workouts are great. But if I really want to get my anxiety and stress under control, I need to take care of my mental health. Mm -hmm. I need to take care of my emotional health. 
my spiritual. If money is stressing me out and that's a cause, I need to take care of my financial health yeah. <laughs> and making sure I am doing all the things. And, um, you know, that fitness, that wellness translates into all parts of our life. Our life mm-hmm. is about being able to take on anything that's thrown at us. And we need to be at our optimum level in order to react and to uh, make smart decisions mm-hmm. when the happen right we we know that like if we are not in a good place mentally we don't make good decisions yeah so I think it's important for anyone that's part of fitness ambassadors to know yeah we work out for fun but I think it's more fun when we are all growing into better people so that we yeah. can serve outside of fitness ambassadors and um, with that orientation at the beginning of the year what I also loved is even though we all work out or are on different parts of our journey we are all such interesting humans mm-hmm. and such diverse humans in this group. We have everything from an architect to graphic designers, to marketing professionals, to uh, fitness professionals, meditation teachers, public speakers, like you said, um, lawyers, doctors, dentists, <laughs> physical therapists, chiropractors, everything under the sun. And it is so freaking cool because we have that one commonality, but we are so different. And it's, it's amazing how that commonality can just bring people together. And it's just about bettering themselves. Everyone in all of these fields, we all are struggling with different stressors in the world, but to come to that commonality of let's move our bodies, let's see each other and let's talk about how we can better ourselves and actually go forward and do that. Absolutely. We are humans. We naturally crave, instinctually crave connection and community. So if we want to grow, we need soundboards, we need support, you know, we need others. And the thing about like fitness, it's not so much like, oh, we are all like buff bros, like working out together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just understanding like, okay, well, you get it. You get why I work out. I get why you like to work out. It says a lot about a person um, knowing that they prioritize themselves because they are doing those things and they're putting themselves first. And so that's why we relate so well to each other. Yeah. And do you think when you're relating to them, you're working out with them, that it's, it's building this bond. I mean, you're basically watching them push themselves and work on themselves. Like how do those conversations go post-workout, post-event? Oh my gosh. Everyone is just on a high <laughs> like endorphin, crazy high people that just feel so good. Um, I think one of my favorite moments, so we did this one kind of like a strong man, like lifting event. Mm-hmm. It was like a group fitness, like workout, but it had like tires and yes. in most like group fitness classes, like women, we don't really do a lot of like lifting things, right? Like mm-hmm. dumbbell wise, max, maybe 25 pounds in most group mm-hmm. fitness classes, but I go to like a strength and conditioning gym. So we brought out sleds. Um, uh, what else? Um, kettlebells and like the big tires. Mm-hmm. And so it was really intimidating for a lot of women to walk up to this tire and flip it. Mm-hmm. And so, and then the thing is most women are super strong in their legs and lower body. Yeah. And uh, a couple of women like were able to lift it and push it. And they were like, I have never done this before in my life. And they were so freaking proud of themselves. And I'm like that, that right there, that is so special. And I see why coaches and fitness professionals do this all the time, because that seeing like that face light up and to let someone know that they are so much more capable than they thought that they were like the day before is like 
magic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so to be able to do these events, bring in different concepts, studios, coaches, have them share their magic and share their gift and talent for someone to walk away and be like, she was really good. I love her classes. I'm going to go take her class. It's like the cycle of sharing and supporting other businesses and other like entrepreneurs as well. And I'm like, heck yeah, I have this platform. Can someone else get on this platform and share their gift. Cause I don't want to be like front and center all the time, yeah. but if I can give back to the community and grow it and grow it and grow it, like makes me happy. Yeah. And did you ever think that you were, you put yourself only on the plat- platform, the pet- pedestal that you were up there and you were like, no, I don't really want to share it. Or did you always feel like that you wanted to share that with others? I always wanted to share it um, because believe it or not, I'm not a fitness instructor. (laughs) I have no desire to be a fitness instructor. I don't think I'm cut out for it because I just have such a temper. Um, (laughs) But I know people that are really, really good at it. And I would rather be the connector and the planner, right? Mm -hmm. I can create the experience from beginning to end. And that stage and platform is really special and should be reserved for people who have that ability and talent and I can just make it happen for them it's like Lady Gaga she just has this whole team that plans everything she just shows up on stage and she just does her thing and everybody loves her so yeah I want to be Lady Gaga's manager (laughs) (laughs) well be nice to her send her an email maybe (laughs) follow up in six months maybe she'll get back to you (laughs) exactly (laughs) oh I love that and it's it's so powerful that other people are able to get this spotlight and, you know, they, they're at their own studios or they're at studios that they work for. And, you know, people come and go to their, to their events or to their classes. But I feel like when you build that experience for them and you invite people, it's that start to finish that it makes it even more memorable that they're seen, the instructor is seen, and they're probably even more amped up, especially after your talk of like 120%, everybody, we got to get up here to just get that feedback from them. And they're inspired. It's Mm -hmm. a a full circle. Absolutely. And feedback, right? I think instructor development is not where it should be. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, in a lot of like the spaces that I've seen, they, basically hop on stage and then and then what it's like all right you know you're just out there flailing is anyone going to support you but can this community be a community that says hey you should try x hey i want to put you in touch with these instructors who are open to like sharing and not gate gatekeeping information so that you can develop into a great you know and like motivate motivator yeah um and so for sure, like all we do is just like focus on community and people um, and developing those people. And so that can mean different things for different people. Yeah. And you're developing people and you have people that are coming back to being fitness ambassadors with you, for you, to be seen, to be heard, all of these things. Do you have a few people in mind that have been with you for a few years now that you've truly seen grow into someone even more magnificent than they already were? They have already been magnificent. But exactly. They, <laughs> but yes, I've seen like huge changes from deciding to tackle like a big scary goal, like running a marathon to opening their own business, launching their own programs, um, teaching at like huge mega events or even like going back to school. Mm. 
you know, or tackling like a fear, like public speaking. And it's because they, it's like role models, like monkey see monkey do, like you're looking at who's around you and taking inspiration from that. Like you are the sum of the people that you are around with the most, like make sure those are good people. Mm-hmm. And I think within fitness, it's like kind of the same thing. Like if I am constantly watching my friends push themselves physically, mentally and everything in between their business, their work, their relationships, like I don't want to be the one not doing anything. <laughs> I want to yeah. also be progressing with them too. Yeah. I mean, and you're, like you said, like-minded people are around you. So if they're excelling it inspires you to be like, hell yeah, I want to work on myself and I want to excel in this level as well. And I feel like sometimes it can be a competition. We can get in these thought patterns where so-and-so is doing so well, I'm not there yet. So either I'm going to be jealous about it or I'm going to be really upset with myself. But it really sounds like it's everyone's up here and they're watching each other and they're like, hell yeah, you're doing great. Yeah, hell yeah, you're doing great. And it's just like, you they come together and and share that and are able to continue to grow together and just become better at themselves. And and like I said, they're already magnificent people, but they continue to grow themselves and heal themselves and through the power of fitness, mindfulness, movement that you're creating. Yeah, absolutely. And again, like, you know, fitness is not one size fits all. Mm -hmm. Everything is humbling, right? Like, yeah. I can like deadlift all day. I will cry in a Pilates class. Like, <laughs> okay. Like, it's so, they're like pulse. And I'm like, okay, pulsing for 20 pulses really hurts. <laughs> yes. Um, and, you know, kind of vice versa. Like, a runner can have like the best cardio, but can they like come in and like do like a snatch? Probably not. Right. Like, yeah we have like expertise in like different areas or more experience in different areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if we try something different in that realm, it's, it'll, it, it'll kick your ass. And so mm-hmm. I think it's super fun because every day you're humbled. You're like, Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Needed that. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> we'll go reflect on that later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you've, you've been growing and constantly on the go and I guess what's next for you? What's next for fitness ambassadors? We're rounding out the year of 2021. 2022 is in view. What does it look like for you? (sighs) So many exciting things. I want to do this year again, but better. I don't know if that's just like, you know, like just what can we rinse and repeat, but just like make it better versus constantly doing something new. We closed applications not too long ago. I'm very excited for all of the candidates. They're so strong and so excited. Um, I am, you know, from within the current community, like getting more folks to contribute and to lead and giving them more leadership opportunities to cultivate the community. It's like those kind of like one-on-one touch points that are really important Um, and growing that from within again and making sure that it is super strong. Cause we've done, I looked this past year, like what do we do? And so much of it was a success that like, let's do it again. (laughs) Let's do some of this again. And then let's have room for like new creative ideas. But um, I think it's just growing. And this is our second year being national. So we had so many more applicants come in from different states. And I'm like, all right, well, I really got to bring it. Like virtual has to be super strong going into next year. How do I make them feel valued? How do I make them feel connected? Um, How can I do a better job of that? Because if we have 
outposts and hubs in different cities. And that means I get to travel and I get to go see these people. <laughs> I get to host events in those cities and truly create something so much larger than I could ever imagine. Yeah. And do you anticipate planning events at these locations now? You know, people are, are in, in, say, Alabama. Do you plan on going to Alabama and hosting an event there? Sure. We have, uh, oh, and another thing too, like we have, right, like people's lives have changed and things are happening. People from Dallas have moved to different cities and Mm -hmm. they're like, hey, how can I take this with me? And I'm like, I'll go with you, throw me in a suitcase, like figure (laughs) it out. Like, what do you, what do you want to do? Like, I will invest and make it happen. Um, And so that has been really exciting on the horizon for me because I've been born and raised in Dallas. Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to leave, but fitness ambassadors kept me here. Mm -hmm. And then I met my boyfriend and he's moved here and I'm just like, trying to leave y'all, but y'all won't let me. (laughs) You're keeping me here. (laughs) But this allows me kind of like that freedom of how can I create elsewhere? I have friends and connections in all these different places. How can I leverage those connections to create those beautiful spaces outside of Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that I think Dallas has a really good handle on running pretty much like on its own going to next year, I can invest in people outside of Texas, just like you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can see this whole movement just going. Oh my God. Uh, globally <laughs> where you're going to be in London next year. <laughs> what is that? You guys? That would be so insane. And <laughs> you know, as, as like applications are coming in with people from different states, I was like, okay, wow. When I said national, I was thinking, yeah, maybe like a couple of years, who knows? And it started happening. And I just had this moment, like a couple of days ago where I was just like, Maylin, it's happening. It's happening. And I'm like, well, there was a mix of excitement, a mix of wanting to throw up, but we're doing this. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, it's a really, really cool feeling to to just like have that kind of realization that your dreams are coming true. Yeah. And does it ever kind of like push down any or push out any imposter syndrome that's came in? You're like, hell yeah, I did this. I created this and look at it blossoming into something so incredible. Oh no, imposter syndrome like came in like right after, like, Mm. oh my God, can you do this? (laughs) (laughs) You can do this. (laughs) And I was like, no, you can do this. So yeah, it's like a a battle of the minds in there, but um you know, all I can do is my best. Yeah. And you've been doing your best. Like I said, I've been watching you and that sounds really creepy. (laughs) I've been watching you, (laughs) but you know, I I've been watching you on social media. I've been, I've seen you thrive. I said, watching my best friend do so many amazing things. I actually had, um, another girl from fitness ambassadors, on a podcast the other week, Bonnie, and we talked about her retreats and everything. And it was so inspiring from what she's doing and then her being a part of fitness ambassadors. And then another girl did one of my programs this past year. It's just great how you're building this community and then you're spreading it out. And you have empowered me over this past hour. And I have a fire burning inside of me because how passionate you are to connect people, to show people themselves. And I, I think that's just a mission that I have. I don't hear a lot and I'm going to cry. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tone it back. <laughs> it's, I, I think it's incredible, Malin. And I, I'm so, so grateful that Dallas Fitness and Masters brought us together and that I've had you on here and I'm not going to end just yet because I do have one final question 
And (laughs) I always like to end episodes like this, especially from people who have such amazing words to share. And, you know, our listeners have been following along for the past 50 minutes. What can, what can you leave them with? I think my best piece of advice is to go for it. I know that sounds like very cliche, but what I mean is ask, ask away, ask for what you want. Because at the end of the day, the answer will always be no if you don't ask. And you will be so surprised by how many times people will say yes to you because they like you, because they want you to succeed and they want to support you. Um, And that has worked for me. And I have been grateful for all my yeses and even more grateful for all my no's because they are all learning lessons. And I think my, you never want to regret not asking for what you want. And that goes for business, relationships, friendships, for everything. So ask, speak up, um, and you will be so surprised by some of the answers that you'll get. Oh, that hit, like hit me. Oh, okay. I'm going to start asking a lot of questions (laughs) or like, Hey, look at me. Um, wow. Um, That was amazing. I could not have even imagined a better answer than, than you just gave. Well, Malin, where can they find you? Let us know your socials so they can connect with you and let them let you know how amazing that this episode has been for them. Yeah, slide into my DMs and talk to me. My Instagram handle is my name at Malin No. Um, I think the spelling of my name will be on this podcast, so you'll be yes. able to find me on Instagram. <laughs> and then my business is Fitness Ambassadors HQ. You can find me there on Instagram as well. But as always, just slide into those DMs. I love talking to people. So I love that. And I will link all of these into our description. So it's very easy for people to find you because you deserve to be found and seen and people are definitely going to be sliding in those DMs to say, Hey, what's up? Hello. (laughs) Awesome. All right, Maylin, thank you so much for your time. This has been incredible. I am going to replay your lasting words um, over and over again, whenever I'm feeling that I need that extra boost in confidence and to just ask for what I want. Yeah, do it. Well, thanks everybody for listening. That was Let's Chat with JBags. We will see you next time.